Uh, hey, hey, universe. Uh, let me just put you on hold real quick. That was you calling, right? Oh, wait, did I call you? Did I about to tell you? Well, hold on. Unpause. Unpause. Oh, pause. All right, well, unpause. Uh, it is now midnight on the 3rd of March, but the recording was initiated about 30 seconds before midnight on the 2nd of March. I did not feel like subjecting you to my last pre-recording ritual, um, of which I have, I don't know, three at least. Although blowing my nose has now become uh, irrelevant. I don't know why the last 10, 14 days have completely dried out my sinuses and my body. I feel like I cannot drink enough water. Whenever I grab water, I chug it. Um, but I don't even know what I'm talking about. Well, I mean, duh, of course I know what I'm talking about, but I don't know why I'm sharing that. That is about as interesting as an update on the cat's scab, which of course we've never done because, duh. All right. However, Phoebe, sitting at my feet right now, um, I don't know. She's, uh, she is making me, um, she is making me truly appreciate the time I have with her, like the time right now, chilling out in the bedroom. Um, I am, I'm still processing the end of what happened yesterday. What happened yesterday was interesting for two reasons, because one, I, uh, I'm still a little surprised that I had to scream at the NSA's spying initiatives. I mean, at this point, if you haven't resigned yourself to a life of exposure and, uh, and manipulation from forces that are never going to put your interests in front of theirs or even consider your interests to have, uh, to have weight in the discussion. No, 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 no. Um, and, uh, and hey, you, uh, shenanigan meisters, you pros of the gimmickry, and you are masters of the charade. I grant you that. But, okay, here is seriously the single most persuasive piece of evidence that maybe there are some lizard people coming up in their homo sapien suits to rule the world and make us all kill each other in wars. And why do I say that? Well, I have found in a life full of pinball uh, uh, misdirection in, uh, in both uh, aim and motivation that the cast of characters I ran into across life, they were not here to become 
aggressive and violent enough to kill people they don't know. The idea of what happened in Vietnam to me, and, and World War I, but World War I mostly because of the advances in, in, uh, in putting Homo sapiens uh, in the ground technology to the sickest of uh, that extreme. At least in World War II, we killed people with efficiency. World War I was a horror show. But Vietnam was man versus man in the jungle. Are you, I mean, are you kidding me? Oh my God. And uh, I can't think of a worse outcome than to be hunting down an opponent who's hunting me down and this game's being played to the death. And can, uh, can anybody at the age of eight think, that looks good, sign me up. Like they do when they see what, for instance, firemen do. Oh, look at that. I signed me up, says the eight-year-old. What you want to be when you grow up, Billy Billy? I want to be a man fireman man. Because Billy lives in a house where redundancy is a problem. Yeah, that's my fake uh, double uh, aught nephew twice removed from my... Uh, I don't know how to do those silly relative games, but... Obviously, I'm just in lightheaded mode. Sorry, people. Um, let's get a little more level-headed. Uh, alright, so I, I'm going to have to work through who could have thought that I was going to uh, experience an emotional um, reaction. I don't know if it was even a reaction. I, 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 that was a, that was the first, I'm going to call it like a, a breakdown, to be honest, is what it was. Um, I've never really felt like that. And it was, it was almost like, it, if I can, if I can put it in words, and I can't yet, but the closest I can come is to say it was as if um, I had somehow, uh, un, uh, or I had broken through the, the dam holding in the last of my stress. It was almost like a, but all that stress came out. I mean, it was a, it was a, it was a kind of a nervous experience or it was a, a release of nervousness. There was nervousness involved. That much I, I am confident saying, like I noticed it in the moment, like it was an agitation uh, leaving me or something. I, I, I will continue to try to figure that out because it was, it wasn't just the, that I let go uh, in my, you know, face. Um, but no, I was like trembling. I mean, it was this, my whole body just, uh, I don't know. Like, I have never, I, I even wrote here, uh, I have never really felt that mix of emotional and physical 
um, experience. And, and, I, and I've been welcoming, uh, even crying experiences. I am not denying them. And so I, I do think maybe this is a, a step toward having a wider emotional range. Obviously, that's possible. Duh. Um, and even if not, even if I'm just tripping into something that everybody else has the pleasure of stress ball uh, lightning release, uh, body maneuvers that I just didn't know existed. Well, yay me for getting there, for working my emotions to that level. And also I had a new emotional experience as a human being at the age of 52. I mean, maybe as a kid somewhere, I had a, a spontaneous tantrum that was similar to what I experienced. And I don't want to call it a tantrum. It wasn't even a depressing moment. It was just like a, it was almost like, um, you know those times when you see somebody stress, like, like, uh, let's say that, that, um, that you see one of the, uh, let's say, uh, uh, there's a, uh, an emergency situation at a high school, you know, your kid's involved. So you race to the high school and you get out of your car and you start looking for your kid. Well, if there was a camera on that person from the time they got out of the car with the escalation of anticipation and dread that comes until they bang, drop it all as soon as they see their kid. I think, and I really have obviously been <laughs> a way to try to explain it, but I think that um, sort of just flip from one stage of, 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 uh, of maneuvering to a completely different mind and framework within, within which to, uh, stumble over your vocabulary. It is, it's, it, and, <laughs> and I've had like what I'll call bursty cry, like, especially in breakup situations. I mean, I, I am, I am not someone who breaks up well, but I, so what, but it wasn't, it was, I'm telling you, it was a release, not a burst. Uh, it was not the big thing. Well, maybe that's what I should call that emotional experience. Have you ever big banged? Oh, no, let's not. That's probably stupid to ask someone without thinking about it. Glad I only asked myself. Uh, it was a complete bodily release. It really was. And it. what was interesting is I was tired. I mean, immediately. Like, I, I, I don't know if I yawned, but I know I... I mean, it was, it was obviously needed, cathartic, and, uh, huh, well, it was, uh, it was slightly, um, less, um, un less, or it was slightly, I, let's say that I did not think I would, uh, rant at, at Apple or the corporate, structure um, I, you know but I, I do get irritated when you have to coordinate within their whole uh, system and I'll tell you why I get irritated with you Apple and it's you specifically 
because you locked me out of my iPad. I mean, that's ridiculous. And I was on customer service with live people three separate times. And then when I finally gave up and just threw my iPad in the drawer, well, about a year ago, I said, eh, I'll type in it. I couldn't believe that it was going to be anything other than the password I should have used. Well, when I typed it in, bing, bang, bang. So, uh, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say to any of you guys. I already said what I wanted to say last time, I suppose. But I will just finish with this. I know what the rules are. I know what we're doing here. I understand how the system facilitates um, my voice to at least um, rally myself into a position to contribute. So I welcome that there is position for me now to feel like I can rise into and be a contributor. And uh, you have given me a lot uh, across the board. I have loved my life of integrated and growing technology, communication, access, um, intimacy, knowledge. You have made my life as, as much, you've given me as many of my peaks as anything else. So I don't, I don't want to lose you. I just want you to be a true gift to humanity like you should be. And, uh, and if, if somewhere that's gotten a little too far sideways and, uh, and might be uh, in some black ops territory, well, you know what, finish that stuff up, close it down and, uh, come clean. Let's, let's stop being, um, <coughs> whoa, coffee. <coughs> okay. I'm definitely not in the ready position for spontaneous coffee. That is something to take away from this meeting. I will put that on my list. All right. Um, all I want to say, and I guess I'll give you some corporate speak here. I, I feel like had I, had I decided to, at 24, climb onto the AT&T recruitment ladder and sucked on the teat of corporate America as far as I could kiss ass my way up the ladder, I, I would have I would have settled for nothing less than vice president. But I would have never gotten to vice president. I, I don't want to I don't want to shine you on. I mean, I might not have made it through the first training week. But I know this. At some point, if I got 7 years in, well then I'm I'm then I've got one more shot to not go. And I wouldn't have taken that shot. It would have been too risky. I wouldn't have even wanted to. I, I mean, there's there would have been nothing for me to be passionate enough. Even if even if I even if I spent all the rest of my life playing golf, except when I was at this job. Well, this job lets me play golf, right? I'd have, I'd have justified it. The point for this to not bore you to death, if you're listening, is. So I'm now on go because once they want to make me department manager or something significant enough that, you know, it comes with six figures, 
Well, they basically have bought my allegiance because now I want to see 400K. If you're going to buy me for 100, then I'm going to shoot for four. And if I make it to four, well, now I'm a prick because I guarantee you I made it to four with some skeezy tactics. So now I don't really like myself at work. Um, and my bosses know this. They can see the cynical spin. They also know that I need something to be um, brought back into the fold in a way that'll make me feel like I'm special because I'm sure I'm, you know, frowning and, and kicking my toe into the urinal wall while I pee because nobody wants to tell me how good it is with the way I pee. No compliments there either. In other words, I would have been the guy who would have felt underappreciated no matter what role I fell into. So I would have been a sucker for whatever bullshit sh sh shit backdoor shit they had going on. That would have been me. I would have been the candidate for that shit. Hell, I'd... <laughs> I'd have been good at it. They'd have known it, too. So, uh, so I don't for a second begrudge any level of, of, hmm, of fulfillment and, and uh, appreciation for the opportunities that were there and you embraced. And whatever that means in terms of the tactical and uh and and protected uh verticals of research development and knowledge acquisition you may have participated within including up to the most cutting edge development research and acquisition of knowledge projects conceivable well I don't know how comfortable you are out there. Those ledges are, I mean, they are, they are Marvel Studios pretty, but they are covered in unexpected filth and slime. And so you either step extremely carefully and still watch every step you take the rest of life or you bow out or you fall off. So, <clears throat> I do understand you. God, do I understand you. Right, God? God knows it's true. So there's no, uh, there's no end to the uh, capacity for my cities and towns and small villages, hamlets, even shanties. Is that a, that's probably a racist term. I certainly don't want to be racist here. I don't even want to be racial. Although, what's up with, uh, sometimes white does not make sense to me. Um, if... And this is, this is one place that I realized I have been loose with my 
skits. So it's time to come straight. Well, no, it's time to go forward. Right, Bobby. What I am. What I am realizing after putting up some recordings on something, an RSS feed. Dot com site is uh, now at any point anybody in the universe <clears throat> with internet connection um, can download any of this. Uh, that leaves me feeling that I poorly conceived of they won't start with number one and go to number 93 sequentially like I would no, they might start anywhere and get a rub on me that is just that chunk of time, and that started to make me think, <gasps> did I pee my pants? No. Good. But it was enough of a shocker that that would be a moment where you might think, oh, God, and I peed my pants? Because I have some one-offs that, uh, no, I would not want that to be, for whatever reason, the one you stumbled into. Uh, including the one that I realized could become that episode just because it's got the wrong title. So, so I don't know. Uh, I may actually finish this off and then hold out the entire next group and throw it all together at once. And the reason I say that is because, A, I do have a sort of thematic approach to that that is probably better executed as a single project than as a segmented one. Certainly not daily drop. But then if I quarter it or even third it, or one-sixth it? No, maybe one-fifth. No, that's weird, right? It's like seven-day weeks in a 365-day calendar. But if you, if you were to partition it, then you'd want to have some sort of thematic partitioning, and I don't have that. I could do it in half, but, you know, that's stupid. Well... Boy, I'm really throwing stupids around tonight. I must be feeling smart, being dismissive of everything else. I hope not. Uh, did I get everything out of the breakdown notes? Yeah, looks like it. Uh, okay. No, I don't want to talk about it yet. How about, um, how about this? Liars, of which I claim to be of the elite category. No longer. I do not lie. I mean, I will not lie to you. I will not lie to myself. I will not lie to my dog. I will not lie to the universe. I will not lie to human beings. I will not lie to... Um, I might lie to a mosquito. I might tell it all. I'm not coming back. You should get comfortable on that wall. Just stay there and act like nothing can happen to you. I might do that to a mosquito. But that... Is that even lying? I don't know. But having not always felt those standards were uh, ones to live by, I do know when I see things in us, little gold parachutes of goodness called human beings, that liars use to manipulate us. Because... <clears throat> You know what one thing we as humans do a lot of? And I do a lot of it myself. This is not hypocrisy. We all do this. We trust and we do not verify. We don't even go look up stuff. If someone tells us something, we consider that to be a source. And 
of course, you don't need to verify every single thing you get as a data point of fact against uh, a tapestry of information that is hard enough to get even proper sourcing to do cross verification in the first place. Yes, I understand. But I also understand that because of that, it's never been more important in life than now that you spot verify some stuff. Do any of you do it? Well, if you do, pat yourself on the back. I do it in certain places where I have cross-verification check resources I can guarantee myself I trust. But how many times are you overlapping your, your current uh, news and, and whatever? The nonsense meters do not often overlap to where you have those opportunities. And when you go chasing down information, I also am aware of the frustration that comes with ending up with a tank full of nothing. But this process is there for a reason. We verify because we're humans, not because we have some sort of magical database that goes wah, wah, wah when we hear lies. No. When we hear lies, you know what we say? Oh, yeah, that sounds weird, but I guess this must be right. You're telling me, right? <laughs> Sweet. So uh, I was going to say uh, that the other thing we like to do is stretch our beliefs. How often, lately especially, say the last 10 years, have you heard something and gone, wait, what? And then thought, I guess. Shit's weird now, huh? As... As a liar, I'll tell you what I loved was getting away with something that was stupidly easy to realize was a lie. Because once I can sort of, uh, I am always willing to have the, the four lie um, placemat dinner table set. Because if I can, if I can own all the data about what dinner's about, well, then you won't know that we're eating gruel. You'll think we're eating filet mignon. Because you have no data point against which to verify that maybe I'm lying to you. I have all of your opportunity to go see if I am telling you the truth or not covered. Who's going to give you a story other than the one I want them to give? Um, and again, as humans... When we allow our belief system to just expand like rubber bands because we want to be cool, we don't want to look uh, conflicting, we certainly don't want to look like somebody who is stupid questioning. I didn't even know there were stupid questions. Oh yeah, there are. Almost all of them, in fact. Well, stretching your beliefs. I'm just, I'm, I'm copping to some, some stuff that I'm trying to minimize. This is all stuff that I do. And I'm not even putting confirmation bias on here. I mean, at this point, if you're not aware that you're a sucker for confirmation bias and that everything has bias, and so therefore all news is essentially one big, uh, this jacket's not warm enough, I'm going to put this one on. Okay, this jacket's warmer. I'll wear this one this week. It's, I mean, we're all just getting comfortable with the information we're, we're capable of taking in without friction. That's what information overload did to us. Put us all in our little cocoons. All right, we also, um, and this one, 
Yeah. You know what, Zuckerberg? If I had, and I won't, because even you, even you, Mark, even you have a soul. Well, I think. But, Mark, I know all you wanted to do was rate chicks one to ten. And I use chicks, Mark, because as a dude, I, uh, I have a really good idea what the three of you sitting in that dorm room sounded like when you came up with the idea of rating girls at Harvard one to ten. Like every boy in every college bar from 1977 until the time you stumbled in there and puked in the bathroom. Oh, it's a kitchen sink. I'm in the wrong room. How many times you do that, Mark? Enough to overcome all the hollowness that comes with being the inventor of the single greatest dumbing down tool ever. And then manipulating it to make people so stupid that you could just say, I did that? Is that is that what we're up to here, Mark? Because you know what now? And this is everyone who's listening to me. It's all your fault. Because I don't do this. But I don't I don't do this because I'm not on a single social media app. Social media has made knowledge about consensus, not uh testable data that is repeatable. The scientific method no longer matters. If 16 people think this is right and two have data to prove them wrong, well, CNN will be like, I, you know, they're, uh, I gotta say though, there's so many people in that other room, you gotta give them a lot of credit for showing up, Dave. Looks like they're probably right. Back to you, Dave. Welcome to the world where it's better to be with the bigger team and found out wrong than to be on the little team and laughed at for being stupid. <sighs> it's like not even eighth grade, it's like fourth grade. Uh, what, seventh grade? Probably between sixth and seventh grade, something like that. Uh, and do we ever like to look at authority and say, well, uh, yes, sir. Uh huh. He said it. Well, did you, did you hear him? He said it. That, oh, the guy with the hat. And the tie? That's what he just said. Must be true. No, I don't fact check. Fact checking's for libtards. Um, and again, hello, if you don't think I am one, suck up to authority. Oh my god. But I do not judge knowledge socially. And you should stop doing it too. That one's easy to stop. Start looking for sources, not consensus. Okay, but nobody can can jump to the front of the line and beat me because I stood here all night and was willing to take the first ticket for not wanting to look dumb. And you know what this one is? This one's on all of us. Whoever makes somebody who might ask a dumb question of which there might be three or four out of the gazillions of questions. There aren't many dumb ones. There are so few dumb ones that the only thing we should be doing here is remembering that this is where we got too rude. 
you have the time to help somebody who has a question. You also have the grace in your humanity, if that's a human being asking you a question, to treat them with the dignity that they might still need an answer that you happen to have. Because as humans, one of our best features is how willing we are to help each other, especially with simple gestures like directions or a useful bit of information or an answer to a question that is passing the goodness of human knowledge acquisition along the body politic. So, the only reason we fear looking dumb is because instead of doing that, we go, <laughs> excuse me? Did you just ask me that? <laughs> Do not even look at me. I have earplugs in. <laughs> um, and <sighs> I, uh, I thought, I thought we were all jumping into the same canoe when we were deciding how it went about our uh, life's uh, adventure when it came to coming back to the village and saying, hey, hey, guess what I just learned? Guess what I figured out? Guess what I know? How, how cool is this? Look what I... Right? I thought we were doing this because uh, the enthusiasm of having an experience and then sharing it with your buddies, family, community, your dog just makes it that much better. And we're suckers for stories because receiving that stuff's almost as good as being there. And instead, now we're dismissive, we're judgmental, we are uh, one data point, and my analytics already know everything about you. <laughs> yeah. Again, hmm. And, and I am not looking in the mirror, because if I did, I'd have to keep telling myself, don't be a hypocrite. There's only one on this list that you have evolved enough to say you have recognized and have even done something about. The rest of these, well, how many times do you say you know something when you know you don't know that something? Well, I'm guilty of this one for sure. Oh, and maybe not as much lately because my dog asks me so many fewer questions than she used to. So I don't have all these peppering of, hey, bro, what's a... But uh, give me a 12-year time machine that goes backwards. And, uh, I mean, I can only imagine some of the uh, coming out of my mouth. Well, I will say this. Having in your pocket the scoreboard tool of all time has changed that. Nobody makes shit up anymore that can easily be learned. So, we're kind of evolving, right? I am. I, I give myself, I'm, I have moved from uh, uh, forced to drop the class to welcome to retaking it. That's progress. And considering that was a class I had assumed I'd have to take in 
what, Chinese to be able to sneak through the system and maybe learn the material because I had given up on myself ever qualifying for thinking I could eradicate saying no when in fact my answer should have been I don't know. And, um, and we owe, and, and, and being anything else is just being an asshole to humanity because nobody thinks they're being lied to. Why would you? Why would you? Well, the fact that that's your answer means, unfortunately, your composition as such a trusting little golden parachute of goodness has got to have some safeguards in place. You're too easily manipulated, misled, and deceived without using the fire alarm to make sure that everybody still knows how to get out of the building. All I'm saying is think about what it means to you to be confident that you have yourself uh, in a position of informed person as much as you should be, given that you're here doing this human thing with the rest of us. If you are comfortable and believe you are an informed and uh, an informative member of our group, I say, let's have coffee. Actually, no, not coffee. Well, you can have coffee. I'll probably just have wild chocolate milk. I mean, it will be. I, I don't know. I don't have. I don't have a lot of money right now, so I probably have to have water. Okay. Let's see. All right. So that's enough. It's enough preachy standing at the chalkboard guy. Oh, how about? Oh, God, does that feel good? Uh, and now I'm just lying down completely flat on my back with my leg, my feet tucked under Phoebe all comfy and warm while my head is covered in the Princess Leia's. Oh, I wonder if the sound is terrible. It might be. I'm not stopping, though, because I'm close to the end, as I'm sure you're all appreciative of that. Uh, what does that even say? No, something must control. Oh. Okay, I don't even think I got back to this point. Maybe I, if I've covered it, well, let me, let me do one of those things the news does and tell you what you just heard 20 minutes ago as if you hadn't heard it. So, the best argument that the lizards are putting on the homo sapien suits is that, well, if, if I came around and basically have admitted that I really felt no, there didn't seem to be a great ice wall out there that could keep and contain the negative impulses I might find myself swept into. I, I had every, I had every chance of becoming the most, uh, the, <laughs> the guy who was up to some of the worst corporate shit 
possible. I, that, I have a hard time envisioning what my limit might be. I mean, certainly I wouldn't want to hurt anybody. But in terms of what do these levers do when we pull them? Oh my god, you have a, a board with 7,216 levers? Well, yeah, I think I could work here. I mean, ugh. So, if I have infinite capacity for that level of deviance, then I really can't be, uh, in any regards, not at least understanding if you didn't have as well drawn a line in some small compartment of that whole subset of misanthropic activity, well, I mean, that seems like a strange place to start having some standards. <sighs> so if I try to make those standards, well, there are really only two. You can't hurt kids. You can't hurt people. I mean, you just can't. You can't do it. There are ways to do it without violence. Nobody needs to get hurt. And I just don't understand. And if one thing the programming couldn't get through to me on, it was this. I don't get how you can judge people by their skin color. It, it's appalling to me that that's something that people literally find viable. I find it the most disgusting genetic coding in humanity is the tribal nature whereby we can determine somebody we don't know at all but have only seen is clearly our enemy. Oh, well, what if he's holding a newsy? Well, then, he's lucky enough to have been born on this planet where man was so good at that that he decided to invent some weapons that would make killing a matter of pulling a small trigger with one finger. Because who wants to get all messy with knives and stones and ropes and my foot in his groin? It's just not killing him. <sighs> uh, yeah. My answer, I guess, was a clownish way of saying, sliding scale, mofo, it's all the same instinct. And that instinct is a devastating one because not a single one of us doesn't love every other one of us. Any other instinct you feel is an instinct you got here without and learned here when you got here. <sighs> and boy, do they have a good way of teaching us stuff that you did not understand you were learning. Okay. And I can't even apologize enough to anybody who would say, uh, what about you, bro? Me in every instance. Me on cloud 9,703. A lot of numbers in this one. I am the most guilty of all of us. I hold no judgment against even the worst of us. I guess I should say I'm a white American male. I am 52. I do not believe in punishment. 
I do believe in exposure. And I do not believe that that should be in a ridicule fashion, but it should be in a known fashion. And I believe in organizing uh, the uh, polite introduction and and departure uh, greeting as, how are you going to be? And I think there should be only one check and balance, and that is the opportunity being created taking some opportunity away in a situation that we are not perceiving? And is it fair for everybody coming in? Are the opportunities there to be had equally distributed for everybody involved? And then we move forward, if we can say yes to both of those. Right now, I think um, we work in a system that might aspire to some of those uh, ways of interacting. I just don't believe they are doing that great at the moment on those particular uh, initiatives. Eh, Washington is what it is. I mean, the world is what it is right now. Seems a lot alike wherever you like. Because I love you all. Everybody, I love you all. Because I was. Alright, here's one way um, that I am without a doubt guilty of being trained how to think and that is you know what when you get right down to it you know who the only person you should ever be depending on in this universe is well your damn self dummy duh a lot of cluing people in on the second grade level of uh, life with all that duh talk but that is of all the wait why didn't I think about that one before? The only one you can truly depend on is yourself. <laughs> well, I'm actually living proof that that couldn't be more incorrect. The only person in life I knew I couldn't depend on was me. But do you know who I could depend on? Everybody else. And that's the truth. You're always going to feel like at some point, you couldn't depend on yourself because you're going to create something that you're going to screw up for yourself. And you better be ready to look out for some communal assistance and use it in situations as prudently as you can because we are always there for you. But we want you to at least have called us only because you had tried to fix the situation yourself at least once. Don't just keep getting help because it's there to be had. What are you learning? Nothing. You're learning how to say, but please, just one more time, begging. Uh, and that just turns you into a stage two manipulator, which from there, if you have a high ceiling for that kind of shit, God knows, you'd be in the Senate. So, rather than following that path of some column A, column B on that one, I guess, but mostly column B, why wouldn't you just realize that that's a stupid sentiment anyway? Of all the isolation that comes with just riding the sucker out with help, do you really need to think that when push comes to shove, 
the only consciousness that you can connect to is the one in your own head, well then, you know what? You're a limited experience. You are missing out. You need to think in a way of how am I shutting myself off from the mental connection, and I don't mean in some sort of Jetson's ESP beep, 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 beep way. I mean your mind and your thoughts that you're having while you're sitting at a dinner table with, say, three other people, two of whom you know and one you just met tonight because your cousin Ralph is a guy that you've avoided because he likes to dress in dresses. And there he is, dressed in a dress. And you're like, I wonder if he likes to get with boys because he dresses in dresses. Those are the sort of stupid thoughts you might be having in your own head. God forbid you'd be saying that. If you don't realize that that is a prison in itself, that you're stuck there in that life, having that moment of reality, because you, my friend, are what we like to say, sheltered, ignorant, and closed-minded. These are the types of things that you can only fix by going around the world, well, in your case, try around the block, by going around the block and having eight conversations with eight different people. Just do it. Because it'll be good for you. And when you're done, whatever you think you have learned that is sticky or iffy or off-center about the person you had conversation with, immediately forget that thought and say, I judge people by what they show me as their potential, not by what I see as their current limitation. Because you never want to take someone as their one point of data you're receiving right now and judge them across an entire lifetime of who they might be. At least ask them. Give them a chance to tell you. You reading cover book person judger people, or what we like to call on Yahoo. Is it Yahoo? Whew, boy. Anybody got a Yahoo uh, finance account around here? Got to check my Yahoo finance account. Oh, even better, my Yahoo Fantasy Football team. Uh, I was playing Yahoo Fantasy Football when uh, Kurt Warner had that year out of nowhere. And it was like, uh, it was the first year there was a grand prize. Maybe it was the second year. There was a legitimately worthy prize. And if you had played fantasy football as much as I did and were delusional like me, well, you thought that was 100K that you just needed to line up for because who's better than you at this game? Anybody who picked Kurt Warner in the 13th round of some stupid draft was immediately the best team in the league. That is my gambling corner. Don't gamble, don't gamble, don't gamble. Don't even play fantasy football because it's stupid. Moment of the day. And the last one I'll ever have. Oh, I can't commit to that. You never know. But I don't play fantasy football, so it would be something as irrelevant as what I just went through. So do we really want to have two of those? Do any of us? Even me when I'm high? Probably. But I'll do what I can to avoid it. Like, I'm avoiding talking about what? I don't want to bring that one up yet. So that leaves me with, yeah, I've got a few good stories. What am I on here? I think I'm on 44. This is going to end. This is, I'm, we are counting down 10. So we just finished 10, which means I have nine more episodes to finish. See what happened was 
And I definitely need to tell my baseball tennis uh, in the zone stories because they're the only in the zone stories I have in sport. Well, no, I have one golf in the zone. I have, I would like to think I have multiple, but I definitely have one, one legitimate one. Um, let's see. Okay. That's a good one to end on. All right. So, uh, I did say I would talk about an interesting question I gave my mom. I'm, I'm avoiding that to the end. That's the last thing you're going to get. Um, but I am going to give you some talk of <sighs> when when I hmm, when I used to uh, think my dreams were somewhat supernatural, like coming from another source. Uh, I was basing that on the um, the lack of direct influence that the dreams had on my life at all. They were more like watching a sci-fi movie. But I've always had dreams where I felt like I was being given uh, an opportunity to to emerge or to, I don't want to say emerge, but it was more like, uh, it was more like I was sitting in an open mic audience, which I've never done. I never even showed up at a comedy club and then panicked and ran, but I was sitting in a comedy club and after everybody was finishing, the MC would get the mic and look at me and say, are you ready? And I would turn him down one more time saying, I'll go next. I'll go next. And I could go, I'll go next until it's 1130 and I'm out of chances. And then I'd be like, yeah, I was just trying to get comfortable enough. But then, and then they had 12 or 15 spots and I was the 16th guy. So, ah, oh, rough. So that's just God's way of telling me you don't want to be a stand-up, you know? Because weaving a narrative like that when you're just um, afraid of failing or panicking and looking stupid or what else did we say on the front? Oh, lots of stuff. Well, well, how much of life do you miss out on? Because what you thought might give you some fulfillment was too risky in terms of the level of human mockery that could coincide should you miss your mark. Well, again, I feel like that's on kind of all of us. And I am certainly capable of telling somebody when I think they looked stupid trying to do something that they looked stupid trying to do. Do you know how badly you just did that? Do you even know what you are doing? I don't know that you have an idea of what downhill skiing is supposed to look like, but that isn't it. Oh, I didn't see your wheelchair. I am so sorry. Do you need help up? Um, so instead of just firing off another opportunity to make life harder on somebody else because you're going with the flow or you have decided that it's easier to just be kind of a, I don't have enough time for you. I am too busy as it is. I don't even know what it is that you're trying to ask me person. Well, maybe the universe wants you to slow the hell down if somebody's asking you a stupid question because at least it got your attention. So, 
start giving your attention back, and I think you'll find a whole lot of better questions out there being waiting to get asked. Uh, okay. Having the, the podcast available makes the idea that they can be listened to, which, honestly, until I read those words, I had forgotten all about. So, good on weed for that. But uh, they're out there, which can't help. But And I, I'm not going to go look at anything. I don't care. I want to know my RSS feed. It's on my application. It is the only podcast I subscribe to. And I did check to see that I had subscribed and it had gone through. I was the one subscription. That's all there is. So I have it all set up. That's all I wanted. And, uh, and it is, um, it is unfortunate that I don't have enough, hmm, I don't want to say experience or, and it's not confidence because I can be cocky on this shit. So it's definitely not confidence, but it's more, I don't have enough belief in myself when you get right down to it, um, to not allow the exposure to the universe of my confession, well, the echo that that creates in energetic response, just knowing that my sister can stumble into it, well, it, le- it adds another layer of what if. And I'm one to what if my way all the way to the end of the, uh, all the way to the end of my dignity. And so instead of doing that, I really am hoping to continue unfolding the motivations, the, um, the beginnings of the threads, the combination of factors. This is, this is giving me the reward and the insight I was hoping for. Now I understand why uh, I needed to do it. And so, having gotten here to the 3rd of March at this point, uh, probably uh, probably talk for an hour again. I have done some long stuff lately. I'll try to correct that in the next three days. But I do not have a whole lot going on, so don't be surprised if long form is our new short form until I get some more long form time outside the house. And all that. Um, and I'll get back to that. Uh, situation. I actually am. I actually think I mishandled it at this point, and I don't mean the incident. I think I mishandled the follow-up. I think I should have been more uh, demanding, but that's not my style. And I really do believe, given everything when I review it, that that is that I should never have been there. And once I was thinking I might enjoy staying, the universe said, uh, "Later." I really do believe that. I believe the NPC showed up and caused enough strife to say, get out of here and go do what you're supposed to be doing, which is forgiving myself. But do you know what forgiving yourself does? It's the first step to me on the road of taking yourself outside the equation. Because I spoke last night of having that re- that revelation with my sister. So I have tried to think about if that's a valid observation or if I'm just tooting my own horn, but I am, there is one huge difference of internal feeling, and that is I have given up on reliving my worst. I don't think about it anymore. 
Uh, and I, I used to obsess over it. I used to completely, uh, I would water it. I would cover it when it was cold. I kept those instances pristine because I thought since I had so few instances of coming correct to somebody who I might have uh, had been less than uh, straight with, since I didn't have a lot of, well, but this is how I took care of that, and I didn't love my behavior, but at least I cleaned up my mess. No, I just ran away and hoped somebody had brought a broom. Because somebody over there should probably clean that up. Um, with that kind of cowardly combination of both dynamite and uh, running shoe. Well, um, it was easy to uh, believe that some sort of personal penance, at least, was giving the universe... Huh, it was letting the universe know that at least I felt bad about it. And I did. There, those are... I'm, sh I'm ashamed of, of some of the stuff I've done. I mean, whatever. I'm just not going to... I'm not going to be judged by it because then what am I doing about it? So if I sit around and sulk and think I deserve to be hit over the head with a frying pan for the uh, the soccer ball I stole off James's Porsche. Well, okay. That is a sliding scale again. A lot of sliding scales. But we're going to uh, have to argue out at what stopping point do we decide to put up the from here forward we kill you or we pen you up for life. I don't know. I want to know. Because... You know, none of us came here for murder. Shouldn't even be on the table. Alright, let's get through the rest of this. There's, it's like a, you know those, what were those called? Those little, uh, I don't know. Let's not try to remember the paper toys of fourth grade. Instead, let's say the fridge is still not clean. That's bad on me. I'm putting it on the recording so I can feel even worse about it if I hear it tomorrow. And it's still not clean. Um, let's see. Hey, a quick note to the to the shenanigan pullers out there. I I know that sometimes I can sound like I'm being insensitive or even uh, insincere to you if I'm talking to you directly. Yes, I am. But I do not want that to be taken as not communicating with you on your level. Are you not an insincere prick yourself? I am. When I'm in that mode, I was the least... Uh, I was so tactical... Everything was a contest of what can I get out of this? Because you're in a cutthroat. Is it all worth it? Because there are going to be risks situation. Is that what you wanted out of life? Is it? Is it worth it? Whatever you are doing to keep your veneer polished, do you feel good about it? Do you sleep well? you love your life. So, I am talking to you. Straight. Like nobody else. Because I understand you, and I don't judge you. I understand you, so I forgive you. And if that's too kind for you, 
I guarantee you there are people out there who would like to take it to a level other than me. But they don't have to and neither do you. Because I say that attitude is the new attitude and that's it. I want to walk forward. I want to tell the truth about everything and I want you to forgive me. I'll understand if you can't and I'll still be kind to you. <clears throat> but I am here to show you we have nothing to fear from each other. I trust all of you to understand that, yeah, I'm in some ways not a guy to hang out with, spend time with, or even, frankly, know in any capacity. Except there's some other upside that there's some, it's not all column B. I get it. And, uh, and, it, and it gives me something to work on. But I am who I am, just like you are who you are. And I don't think you came here to play malevolent evil villain guy who is double-timing it as Sunday church pastor guy or whatever. The hiding, the lying, the, the little conversations you have to say to yourself. Why am I doing this? I don't even want to do this. I don't even know why I'm doing this. And, I, and I, I swore I wouldn't do this again. Here I am. Why am I doing it? All that shit can stop. And even if you think, well, not for me, buddy. Yeah, for you too. You watch. We are, well, I guess technically it's now 304 days left to prove that I can fix the universe. Again, I like to pick my long-term goals in a grandiose fashion. Y'all can do it your way. I'm going to do it my way. Obviously, because I bet I am all alone. This could be 100 years into the future, and we could, have, we could have 8 trillion people on the planet. No one would hang out this long. You'd be crazy. Uh, but since you're here with yourself, why don't you talk about... Okay, so I got a lot of stories. I am going to spend... My bronze medal story are my drunk driving incidents. Now, I've created a drunk driving accident with another vehicle that was parked with two uh, 20-somethings in it, and I was, I think, 38, if I remember the year. Could have been 39. I don't think I was 40, but I was on the verge. Um, I had the emotional volcano eruption night of my life and proceeded to drive home in a reckless state of mind that if I'm being as exposed to you as I can, I think hurting myself would have been fine. I've been in this mode twice in my life. That's why I have a reference point to say, well, I think I know where those feelings feel familiar. Uh, both times were over stupid girl situations, both of which involved alcohol. So I will uh, use one of the future episodes to talk about all the reasons I can give you to never think that drinking and driving is an option. I have been lucky in the simulation. Here's another way that it's obviously a simulation. I should have hurt somebody with my behavior in life. I'll give you a, I'll give you a, a preview. One of my run-ins with Johnny Law. Hello, anybody who's not Blanche White and male. Listen to this treatment.
what do you do if you're a cop and you're sitting on a highway where it's midnight and this is a it's a city highway so this isn't an on-ramp off-ramp highway it's just 55 mile an hour two-lane road and you are watching someone pull out of the bowling alley you are literally right next to them you are a cement divider on the other side of well they are coming out and should take a right because that is the direction of traffic well that person take comes out and takes a left into head-on 55 mile an hour traffic well if you're alert you immediately realize it just happened because they did not cross your plane of vision they went the other way fortunately it's midnight so there's literally no other traffic on the road and you you jarringly indicate they need to pull over in the very next driveway which you scare them enough that they do from there i will fill out the rest of that story when i get to it but let me just say this i did not do anything that night other than get a ride home for my girlfriend yep justice in this country is definitely blind well at least it's not racist right no, no evidence of that in my life nope none at all i don't know what you're talking about all the systemic favoritism hmm yeah this is a this is not a proud moment either but you know like i said i am uh i am that guy I am the guy who expected that what's the big deal? That situation didn't wake me up. Okay? I can be as ugly as I can be when it comes to my insecurities around women, the alcohol that I would consume to try to overcome that, and then the blunders I would make in the frame of mind that left me in. But society didn't care they had <laughs> it's shameful all right um i don't see anything on there that's of too much value so skippity skip and um okay i'm gonna did i say that i have a felony if i didn't i do there it is and I, that is not even something I'm embarrassed about. But it is one of my dumber stories. Okay. Um, two, two finishers, and then I'm going to leave you with a question. I am, um, I am guilty of being very data-driven. I love having numbers and uh, measurements to use as analysis points to develop concepts and um, and take positions based upon them whenever possible and this isn't to brag or to be in any way dismissive of your scheme in life but that's me and i also have used that quasi analytical approach to try to always reverse engineer my own self and i want to say that um that there's only one thing that you'll never um that is a that's an approach to only take when you know you started a problem 
again, repeat behavior is something that if you want to have an easier life, then when you repeat a behavior that you don't like, well, just stop doing it. And, and this may be, okay, but I, I don't, you know, I'll give you it here. If you are too big a pussy that when you are at the uh, opportunity to go approach someone of the opposite sex in a way to say, hi, I would like to uh, speak with you and see if uh, there's a conversation here to be had. And uh, you, you wince out from that opportunity one time and you have another chance and you find yourself in the car listening to uh, financial analysis talk radio. Uh, now is the time to say, is this how I want to live my life? Afraid of giving myself a chance to jump into the arena foot first, head first. Hopefully there's water. It's just, as somebody who who always thought I shouldn't, especially if, if it was to be uh, witnessed, but I didn't want to, I would never fail in front of somebody, including another person that I was meeting. Like I almost had to know that you were going to say yes before I even wanted to talk about you and risk getting turned down. Getting turned down for me was humiliating. I hated that it was the boy's job to ask the girl to the dance. I didn't ever conceive how much it must suck to sit there and hope somebody other than Doggy McDoggy Man asks if you're free Friday night and all the pressure that comes with trying to invite the question itself. It's a shitty situation both sides. And I always thought that we got the shittier end of that stick because there were so many pretty girls. How could they have a problem? Their lives looked so good. It's hard for a 16, 17-year-old boy to conceive of what might be the gender unique challenges of being a girl in high school. Uh, yeah, I certainly would never have thought outside that box, but looking back now, uh, I can see where I definitely had the better end of that stick. And I never really knew it. I always thought it was uh, an injustice that I was unlucky enough to have been suffering and uh, generally missed out on probably at least meeting 10 to 1,000 quality individuals because I just didn't think I was worth it or deserved it or had enough balls to get turned down now and again or 100% of the time who cares who cares all right that's that is so far from where I would have expected to be tonight that I don't even want to cover the second one but all right what do you think your uh, your overall mental catalog is in your head right now without going to Google of the treasures of Egypt. You got them? I mean, we should all have at least a half warehouse full of stuff in our head right now, um, including duh, obviously that gold cobra helmet thing that Tut wore. But get that out of there because we don't care about gold. 
Actually, yes we do. Well, yes we do. I'm just curious how in the history of our planet this really uh, organized, I would not have been a very good Egyptian, this really um, ceremonial, this really uh, expansive and technologically advanced, and I'm not speaking about them having rotary saws or whatever drills and all that stuff that they had back there. I mean, might have had, or there's some evidence for, uh, at, a, at any rate. However they built the pyramid, nobody knows. doesn't matter. That is so not important. Well, I guess it, it is important, but that is not my point today. The point is, what I find unusual, and actually thought at a young age, because I thought this might be a cheap way to get close to one, maybe steal one? No, I didn't really think that. But I would have loved to have held one, especially a skull. But why do none of the ancients have among their treasures, like the bones of dinosaurs, skulls, stuff like that? Like, they mined gold, so they clearly could dig in the dirt. Like, what were there, no dinosaurs in Africa? Right. Don't tell me that. Instead, tell me how a civilization with that much adornment as part of its uh, metrosexual thing has not one single dinosaur fossil in any tomb ever. Can you picture one? Can you picture one anywhere in history? Where the fuck are all the dinosaur bones from the kings of England and their virile skulls on the wall? Are you kidding me? A Tyrannosaurus Rex skull wouldn't be hanging on Louis XIV's goddamn drawing room? Of course it would. So where are they? Uh-huh. Anyway, that's my question. I talked way too long, but I appreciate you staying here this late. On that note, what should I say? I've never conceived of ending one of these in a constructed way, so I will just say... Um... I don't have a good note on here. Oh, uh, manifest kindness, forgiveness, and understanding. I know that's not much of a plan, but I'm not much of a planner.